This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's Crop Insurance Agency provides individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is exploring incorporating basis concerns into market facilitation program payments. AgriPulse's Sarah Wyant caught up with USDA Deputy Secretary Steve Sinsky in Kansas City today. He says USDA is exploring the possibility. One of the things that the secretary committed to do was to take a look to see uh, uh, whether there were there was an opportunity, how we would do that, whether we would be able to adjust for basis. We had a request from a, a lot of members of Congress to try to take a look at that. He directed the Office of the Chief Economist to try to take a look at that, and so they've been analyzing that. But he emphasizes that looking into the possibility doesn't necessarily mean it will happen. That's not to say that we'll be able to do that. Uh, we have no, we haven't made any decisions yet on how those that second round of payments will be made. But those are the kinds of things that we've been taking a look at and we're analyzing. The Trump administration authorized $12 billion in trade assistance to tariff-impacted producers, including through MFP payments. Those payments were to be distributed in two separate tranches. The first round of checks is already being distributed, with the second round anticipated to be rolled out before the end of the year. Speaking of the trade assistance package, California's two senators want to see more help for producers in their state. In a letter to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, California Democrats Dianne Feinstein and Kamala Harris say the assistance was targeted at producers of more traditional commodities, not the specialty crops grown in California. They single out pistachios as a California crop hit hard by the current trade climate. They cite a UC Davis study estimating a total loss of $384 million for the crop, well shy of the $82.5 million in pistachio purchases through the program. While the senators request additional assistance for California producers, their letter doesn't offer specifics on what that help might be. USDA is out with new price and production forecasts through the next decade. The new figures were posted Friday on the website of the Office of the Chief Economist. Overall, the figures suggest similarities in the markets for years to come, with some slight changes to watch for. USDA suggests corn will add about 2.9 million harvested acres in the next five years before settling at a 1.4 million acre increase at the close of the next decade. Yields are projected to take a double-digit hike. The current 176.6 bushel per acre estimate is projected to climb to 194.5 by 2028. Corn prices are projected to climb to 410 per bushel in 2022 before settling at 370 in 2028. Soybean projections show a crop that will experience a drop in harvested area of about 5 million acres over the next decade, while yield looks to increase 6 bushels per acre to 55. Prices look to be relatively stable with modest price fluctuations over the next decade. USDA also projects stable sorghum planted acres and market prices. In the cotton sector, USDA sees stable yields and a dime increase per pound in prices, but a just shy of 4 million bale increase in ending stocks. On the livestock side, USDA estimates total red meat and poultry consumption per capita will consistently increase for the next several years before leveling off at about 225 pounds. USDA also projects decreases in pork, poultry, and cattle prices between now and 2028. The data set was released in advance of a full report that USDA plans to release in February. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. 
Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.